Welcome to Baseballogy with Rhubarb Brown, episode one. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's historic. Wow, the first episode. Um, you know, I didn't know if I was going to do another podcast, really, uh, but I need an outlet. You know, for years I played music and I wrote songs, not a lot of songs, but I, I did. And and then I had a, a thing where I, uh, I wrote lots of baseball articles. I never made it as a baseball writer. I sucked. I really did. But I, I, you know, I made it a tomahawk take, okay, which is better than most. All right. And then I had a podcast called Nakomination with Ken Hendricks and JT Holton, and um, two of my best friends slash brothers, and uh, and we had a good run. We had a good run and kind of just you know grew it to sort of the where we thought it the biggest it could get, and just kind of um, you know it was almost like uh, you know when when. Forrest Gump runs across the, the country and gets to the ocean. He's like, I guess I'll turn around now. That's kind of how we felt. You know, it was like, we'll just, we'll just stop. So anyways, um, I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a few weeks now because I have diarrhea of the mouth. Fun fact. And um, I don't care if it bothers you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this podcast is not for everybody. Actually, it's not for most people. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm going to probably average at least three listeners. I'm going to really encourage people not to listen. That's that's the whole thing. Uh, the whole point of this thing is to encourage people not to listen. Uh, so full disclosure, I'm not a theologian. I'm not a baseball expert. I'm not a psychologist. But welcome to baseballology. <laughs> um, I've got lifelong idiot in my bio, which is at rhubarb brown. So, um, I've absolved myself from basically any wrongdoing. So if if you get offended, uh, if you get mad, it's on you. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear anything on Twitter. Um, actually I I do. I, I enjoy it. You know, even when you tell me I suck, I, I retweet it. I'm, I'm, I'm very sick in that. I like that kind of stuff. So please, please let me know if I suck. Just kidding, but not really. Um, the first episode, there's so much to talk about. Uh, so a little bit about me. I'm a Braves fan, grew up a Braves fan. Um, uh, I I've, I've tried to leave the faith and I, I just can't do it. When you grow up a fan of a team, you, you're just a fan of the team, you know? So I grew up with Braves baseball in my blood, a child of the nineties. Um, you know, in 91, I'm eight years old. The Braves go to the world series. Uh, I remember, you know, watching, watching that, watching the twins, watching Kirby Puckett hit it over those stupid uh, glass little walls and those stupid white, uh, what were they like? Like nap, not napkins, but like, like, uh, like dishcloths or something. Like, remember that? So dumb. And when Kent Herbeck pulled Ron Gant off the bag, I remember just getting mad and saying things I probably shouldn't say. And um, anyway, so yeah, I grew up a Braves fan. Uh you know, went to college in the early 2000s, and just like every young man in their early 20s, uh, late teens slash early 20s, I got really idealistic and got all liberal and went to Oregon for a while, and, um, you know, for about 12 years was an atheist, or at least I thought I was an atheist, <laughs> and, then, and then last summer, uh, through a combination of good friendship, lots of prayer, um, amazing people in my life just uh, being an example to me, like, 
uh, Ken Hendricks and JT Holton and, and my, my parents and, um, uh, um, just some other friends, um, kind of came back to the faith last summer. Uh, and I, and I kind of identify as a new Christian, even though like I, I, I came back, but I, I just, it feels new. Uh, I started reading the new Testament last summer for the first time ever. Uh, even though like I went to a Christian college and took like new Testament hermeneutics and this sounds weird, but I never paid attention. Um, and I made fun of it. I mocked it, uh, thought it was dumb. And then for, uh, I guess about 12 years, I just thought that Christianity was the dumbest thing in the world and Christians were stupid and that faith was just a, uh, intellectual crutch, if you will. And, uh, and by God, I was wrong. So here we are. So here we are. And, uh, and I wanted to start a podcast about baseball, faith and culture. And I don't know how it's going to look or how it's going to sound or what it's going to be. It, it might suck. It, it very well might suck, but, but here's the thing. I need an outlet. And so even if I'm yelling at the clouds, which is what I do like anyways, I'm happy. So listen, don't listen, really don't care. I mean, I, I kind of care. I do, I guess. But um, anyway, so this is episode one of, of Baseballology. I don't know how often I'll do these. I really don't. Uh, but again, I need more than Twitter. If you guys follow me on Twitter, I have diarrhea of the mouth. It's terrible. Um, when I have an outlet, whether it's writing or uh, a podcast, um, I feel mentally and spiritually <laughs> healthier because, because I kind of let it all out right in this one spot and I upload it to the cloud. Right. And, and then, and then my tweets are less annoying. And so, so in a way you're welcome. If you follow me on Twitter, I think. I, I think I could be wrong, but I think having this will, will make me less annoying. will make, uh, my, my tweets less, le just, um, not as loud. Okay. So my first episode, I was like, what am I going to talk about? When am I going to do this? I don't even know. Uh, even up until this morning, I didn't even know, um, if I was going to do it, I've been going back and forth on names, but this, this word, baseballology just won't leave my brain. And, and so, and, and I thought about doing some other stuff and, 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 um, but it's, you know, I just, and maybe I'll change it in a month. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of crazy, but right now it's baseballology with rhubarb Brown. So welcome episode one. What are we going to talk about? Well, um, I'm going to be the, a dead horse. Uh, and, and I don't care. I know, I know, um, uh, news, the news cycle and, um, culture is kind of really fast. And so by the time this drops, this topic might not even be relevant anymore, <laughs> but I don't care. Uh, I want to talk about Tony La Russa. Tony La Russa is an old man. He's 76. And when I was a kid, he managed this team called the Oakland athletics. Uh, and there's a lot of young people, it seems on Twitter. Um, not even just like, um, on the bottom layer of Twitter anymore. They're now like writers and contributors and they have podcasts and blogs and even like blue check marks. And these people, a lot of these people just kind of talk about Tony Larusa as if he is only this guy who got a DUI who manages the White Sox and they hired this bum off the streets. That's how it sounds. <laughs> and, and I'm like, uh, 
he's a Hall of Fame manager. He's got three World Series rings, and he managed the Oakland A's. And so when I see these like twenty-four year olds just, um, you know, tribalistically just, you know. Tony LaRusso is the stupidest. He's this old, crusty white guy. He has no business being in baseball. Uh, baseball's passed him by. You know, he can't relate to the players. I'm like, um, there's a thing called Google, and you can use it. And he managed Ricky Henderson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he managed the Bash Brothers, right? So when I when I was a, I was born in '83, so so I'm a kid, uh, late '80s, early '90s. Okay. Larusa managed the Oakland A's from uh, what, eighty five, eighty six? Hang on, yeah, eighty six to ninety five, right? So, so really, when I'm a kid, he's the manager of the A's. What does that mean? You say he he's the manager of the Bash Brothers. Just just Google the Bash Brothers. You don't even understand. You don't even understand. Like, okay, arguably the coolest team of all time. Okay. Uh, and what qualifies as the coolest? Um, swag, money, muscles, uh, drugs. <laughs> I, I'm just convinced they probably did drugs. I don't know. But like Ricky Henderson, Mark McGuire, uh, Jose Canseco, Walt Weiss, Dennis, Eckers- Dennis Eckersley. Um, j- just these, this badass team, like this, the coolest, swaggiest team at least in my lifetime, you could say like the 93 Phillies, you could say, uh, uh, the 90 or 91 reds. Um, you know, I don't know, but like, to me, the, the late eighties, early nineties, A's in my era were the most fun team. So when I see people tweet about Tony Larusa as if he cannot relate to, uh, you know, youngsters, Albeit he is old. I will grant you that he is older now. Okay. Obviously, because, uh, I don't know, math. I, j- I just laugh because he, because he managed, he managed the Bash Brothers, man. I don't know. Like, I think he might know how to relate to some of these guys. He managed Ricky Henderson. Do you even know who that is? You don't even understand. Like, when you see who's that guy on the Marlins jazz, um, He's awesome. I love that guy. I wish the Braves had that guy. Ronald Acuna. Okay, all the like Ronald Acuna swag got the got the yellow going on, you know. And uh, Tim Anderson. Okay, like like, but Ricky Hend- Henderson was like, if you took Ronald Acuna and uh, Juan Soto and that jazz guy on the Marlins, um, and uh, like Kenny Powers. <laughs> And like had a baby, like that's Ricky Henderson. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then like just just YouTube, just YouTube Ricky Henderson, Ricky Henderson interviews, Ricky Henderson Hall of Fame speech, Ricky Henderson uh, stolen base record, um, and get cultured, which is what this podcast is about: uh, getting cultured, <laughs> baseball faith and culture. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, so last week to beat a dead horse. Um, the White Sox are playing the Twins, right? And I'll be honest, I'm not really following the sport as well as I used to. I got a little two-year-old, okay? So I'm following the Braves. I got a little bit of Twitter going on. I kind of sort of know who the players are, but I'm not really paying attention, okay? So, so I, I mean, I knew Larusa was managing the, the White Sox. I knew they had Tim Anderson. That honestly, that's that's about it. Okay, full disclosure. Sorry if you want to not listen again. I 
completely understand. So we see the tweets, the, the breaking news, um, and the, the initial like response was, you know, basically I'm paraphrasing, but basically Tony LaRussa is an old crusty white loser. How is he in baseball still? Baseball has passed him by. He should be fired immediately. And I'm like, oh my God, what, what did he do? Is, was it another DUI? <laughs> did he get a DUI? Like it, after the game, you know, like I, I really thought that I saw like just crazy, like malicious, like he's the worst guy. He should die. Like his family should die. <laughs> you know, it's like, I was like, oh my God, he got another DUI, you know, or he's killed somebody. And then I find out, nope, uh, his team was just up 11 runs and one of his dudes mashed a tater off a of position player. So he didn't like that. And I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> I feel like me and 11, maybe like 11 guys in America thought that kind of makes sense. So a couple things. Um, I saw the video. All right. Um, I'm not against the home run. I'm not even against the home run. I like, you know, it's a meatball down the middle. Like he mashed that tater. He took me around to the bases. I thought it was kind of funny. Okay. Also, I kind of get LaRusse's reaction. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to try not to use the term unwritten rule because it's, that seems to be like the hot trigger word. It's almost like, you know, critical race theory, <laughs> like, like in the baseball world, certain people uh, of a certain political persuasion, like cringe and get triggered at unwritten rules. Okay. I'll just say you're, you're not, you kind of not supposed to do that. You know, it's like you're, you're, you're up by a bunch. You're not just up by a bunch. Here's the thing. The, the narrative, the only side of the story you heard all week was uh, the white Sox were, were up by a lot. And Tony LaRusso is mad that his player hit a dinger while they were up a lot. Okay. That's not the whole story. Okay. (laughs) What had also happened was the twins put in a position player. Okay. Let's, let's unpack this. What does that mean? That means the twins had conceded, right? They had given up. Okay. They, they had waved the white flag of surrender. They're losing 15 to four. They put in a position player. Okay, what does this mean in baseball context? I'm assuming most of you are baseball fans who find this podcast. You put in a position player because they're not pitchers, you know? And I, and I think people do it now because um, some of it, I think, is because it's a fun thing to do. It's And it's funny. It's a, it's a fun, funny thing to do, right? We've seen people like Pablo Sandoval in recent years do it and Johnny Gomes few years back. And uh, of course, um, Charlie Culberson, which had some sick late movement on his fastball. I mean, honestly, uh, better than like, you know, Matt Whistler, honestly, anyways, I digress. So that's the thing to do now. So when you're up when or when you're down by a zillion runs, you'll put in like a, sometimes you'll put in like a position player late in the game and, and it's, it's fun. It, the fans love it, you know, cause you get to see like a second baseman pitch, right? It's fun. It's, different you know so they put in this bum position player to pitch it's funny he's getting up there he's throwing like 52 miles an hour right it's three and oh okay the thing to do is it's kind of like in football right when you're up by a lot 
right? When you're up by a lot and there's a minute left on the clock, you, you kind of just take a knee. You don't, you don't throw the, you don't go for the touchdown. You know, that's a thing in football. Apparently that's politically correct in football, but in baseball, my God, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it ain't cool. So, so they're, they're down by, you know, 11 runs. They put in a position player. Uh, this guy on the White Sox, his last name is, what was it? Mercedes gets up there, mashes a dinger after the game. La Russa, when asked about it, um, you know, now I grew up on Bobby Cox. So Bobby Cox under no circumstances like ever would say anything negative about a player, which I appreciated that, but not everybody's Bobby Cox. Okay. Everybody's got a little different flavor. Okay. Not everybody is the same. Tony Larusa got a little salty and basically told a reporter, I didn't like that. You know, I, I didn't like that. I was up on the steps, basically telling him to take that pitch. And he basically, he, he just, you know, he was a little salty about it. Well, because of the cult, the culture we live in, at least the online culture, I kind of separate the online Twitter culture with like real life. Okay. Like for example, like Braves Twitter, you know, it's like exit velocity, Bob Ip, Markekis sucks, you know, up until, you know, he's not playing more, but you know, Markekis sucks, you know, it's all about like WRC plus, you know, but then when you go to a game, um, they, they're like, I just want to drink a cold beer and watch like baseball. And like Markekis is awesome. What the hell's bad bit? I don't care. Um, so all that to say, this, this is really like aimed at like tw- Twitter, social media. Uh, people just get mad and, and they, and they, um, it makes people care about things they don't really care about. I think that's a hot take right there. There's, there. Take that one to the bank. Okay. Put that in your pipeline and smoke it. Social media and Twitter and, and uh, specifically in this context, make people care about things more than they really care about. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't think anybody really cares about this, but because everybody else cares, you start caring a lot and get mad and you tweet about it. And you're like, he's the worst ever. Tony LaRusso sucks. He's an old white guy. Unwritten rules are the worst thing to ever happen in the whole world. His whole family should die. That's, that's how people tweet about it. Right. When like in the real world, like you log off, like, you don't really care about you don't you know, pronouns, right? Online, you really care about pronouns. Okay. In the real world, you kind of don't care. Okay. Online on Twitter, you really care about race. You know, you, you care a lot, a whole lot about, about race, about uh, racial things, you know, all that stuff. And it's like last weekend, me and my wife, we were camping, uh, Chiaha state park in, in Bama, right? We meet all these people, uh, white, black, brown, and like we're in the woods, we're hanging out. Like uh, we met, met these sweet old people from um, from Coleman, Alabama, who were black. And it's like, you know, nobody was racist, you know. But online, it's like you you're mad, you're mad. Everything's the worst. It's terrible. And and I think it's how the media kind of they weaponize social media again, and they use it. Um, uh, and they put it, they, they basically pin us against each other and it works because we're really dumb and I'm the, I'm the worst. I'm not like, I'm not saying, I'm not like, this isn't like me preaching to other people. Like I, I am, I get in it. Um, during the election, I was 
the worst during COVID. I was the worst. I get so mad. I get so in it. And then like every now and then I'd log off for like a weekend. I'm like, Oh my God, like I forgot. I forgot what I was supposed to be mad about. Let me log back on Twitter <laughs> and be reminded. Right? So Tony Larusa this past week, he's the worst. He's the worst manager of all time. And it's like this tribalistic like thing where I think one person tweets it and like, other friends tweet it, and then all of a sudden, like everybody's mad at Tony Russo. Nobody, nobody ever for a second thinks about wait, the other side gave up two. So why why is no one mad at Rocco Baldelli, manager of the twins, for giving up? Why why is no one mad at him? But everybody is passionately angry about Tony LaRusso wanting to concede while up. 11 runs, right? Um, also, one thing I noticed too was I don't think most people knew, <laughs> unless you're a White Sox fan, um, or I guess maybe like a like a Tigers fan, right? Um, or a Royals fan, or I mean any fan of the AL Central, right? Like most baseball fans that were tweeting about this, it seemed at least at least in Braves Twitter, had no idea that the White Sox were in first place. I mean, I saw so many tweets where it was like, that's what they get for hiring this loser. You know, I bet they feel dumb now. You know, this guy should be fired. I'm like, they're in first place. Right now, granted, some players did speak out and. And by speak out, I mean, like, kind of right. Like, I mean, they were a little salty. It seemed I, I could be wrong. I'm not in the White Sox clubhouse. Okay. I'll admit it. I, I could be wrong, but it seems to me that you had a couple guys that were a little salty about it, and then they went out and beat the Twins again, and they're still in first place. And, like, Larusa, you know, he's still there. Like, it's, you know, but you hop on social media. It's like uh, the New York Post. Um, they were one of many who wrote articles about this, right? But they were, they were one one of the few that, that got, um, if you Google Tony Larusa. uh now, like it's one of the ones that it's still up there. The New York Post wrote, a, wrote an article about this, and the headline said something like, you know, White Sox Clubhouse in Revolt because of Tony LaRusa, right? And then you click on it, and, <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, that like they organized a walkout, right? You read it, and all it references is a tweet, okay, a tweet by Tim Anderson. It's a screenshot of his tweet and the tweet's kind of passive aggressive. You know, it's, it's almost like, I don't even know if he's talking about LaRusso or not. I think he probably is based on the time frame here. Okay. Probably, but it's just a tweet and it's kind of passive aggressive. And if that's a revolt, <laughs> like if you little, you know, generation Z goobers think that's a revolt, like we're in, uh, we're our country's in for a, for a bloodbath. <laughs> Anyways, it was an interesting week and it was a reminder that, uh, that people are, um, I don't know. There's like, there's some layers here. Like just like very tribalistic, very mad online, like the mob and no one really like steps back and thinks it's just very reactive. It's very, uh, it's very fast, you know, it's like, no one's like, wait, they're in first place. Wait, the other team also conceded. So 
like, you know what I mean? A- and wait, LaRusso's not the only guy that was mad about it. Like the other team was so mad about it, they uh, hit Mercedes the next game, right? So, so the narrative of LaRusso, the old white guy, you know, who's the only guy that cares about these unwritten rules, it ain't true when the other team, you know, hits the guy the next day, you know, but like LaRusso has, has become almost like this, like almost like a Trump figure or something, right? This past week, he's become the, uh, you know, the, the head, the, the head of the, um, old white guy, you know what I mean? And, uh, and it's also like, you know, he had the DUI, he had the DUI last year, right? The beginning of, was it the beginning of last year? I think. And I I think it came out after the fact, didn't it? I could be wrong. Like it happened. And then a few months later, um, you know, Jeff Passan or somebody was like, you know, Oh, by the way, they knew about the DUI when they hired him. And then everybody was like, he's the worst. What a terrible person. He's the worst. And it's like, we do that to everybody. Right. I remember, I remember reading that and, and I'm not even, I'm not even a huge Tony LaRusso fan, by the way. Like I grew up, he manages the A's, but then he also managed the Cardinals when he managed the Cardinals, I kind of didn't like him. I thought he was kind of boring. Um, he's kind of ugly. <laughs> um, but, you know, I remember reading all the DUI stuff and like everybody was just, you know, he's the worst. He should die. You know, and I'm thinking like we're we're terrible humans. We we are the worst. We we basically define someone. Um, based on the worst thing they ever did, right? So we, we pick the worst thing anyone ever did and that's what they are, right? So Tony LaRussa, according to many, many people on Twitter is a drunk, just terrible human being. And, and, and he might be, okay. I don't know Tony LaRussa. And so (laughs) by the time this podcast comes out, maybe he had another DUI, he's fired and I look like a complete idiot, whatever. But like when I look at his Wikipedia page, I see three World Series rings, Hall of Fame. Um, he was a Major League Baseball player. He played with like Raleigh Fingers, I think, uh, back in like the the late sixties, early seventies, you know. And then he ma- he managed some of the greatest players of all time. Like he managed Ricky freaking Henderson, you know, Mark McGuire twice, Walt Weiss, uh, Tim Raines, um, Jose Canseco. Uh, and, and I, and I'm like, he got a DUI. That's terrible. Right. That's, that's so it's, it's horrible. Uh, you should be anybody, you know, who, you know, drinks and drives a, they shouldn't do that. You shouldn't drink and drive, but if you get caught, you should, you should go to jail or something should happen. You should fine or something like it's bad. You should not get a DUI. Um, but I'm like, man, like if y'all found out the worst thing I ever did and defined me by that, I would, I mean, Lord almighty, if I define myself by the worst thing I ever did, I don't know if I could like get up in the morning. You know, I would be a miserable recluse. If I defined myself by the worst thing I ever did, I I would, I'd be miserable. I would, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just it's just weird. There's no grace. The only grace that I found is is literally um, 
in the Bible. Maybe there's other religions that have grace. I, I don't know. But like Christianity to me is like, it's all about grace. It's like the thing. It's like, we all suck. We're, I mean, I know I do. Maybe you don't, maybe you're listening and you're like, I don't suck. I'm the best ever. I would love to meet you. Um, hit me up on Twitter at rhubarb Brown. Let me know how you're the best. Cause I, I would love to figure that out. Cause I, I tried for a long time. Um, but there's no grace anymore. Uh, Tony Larusa. Maybe he's an old crusty white guy, but you know, I don't know. I kind, I kind of like the guy. I kind of like the guy. Now, I also really like Tim Anderson. And it's like, Josh, how can you, how can you like Tim Anderson? He's the worst. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he, you know, spoke out against Larusa. You can't like Tim Anderson and like Tony Larusa. Yeah, yeah, I can. You can like parts of one thing and parts of another thing. It's, it's there's, there's nuance. So, um. Tim Anderson's like maybe my favorite. Well, I think the jazz guy from the Marlins is my favorite non-brave right now. Okay. But Tim Anderson's easily top three, top five. Um, and I kind of like Tony LaRusso. And I think that when things like this happen, just we should just like, I don't know, step back and think for a second. I don't mean for this podcast to be a, this is not a Tony LaRusso fan podcast. Okay. This is, <laughs> I swear. I swear. Um, if anyone ever listens again, thank you. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're listening. This has been the first episode of Baseballogy with Rhubarb Brown, a podcast about faith, politics, culture, and other things. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you maybe next week. Whenever I record another one, I don't know. All right, take care. Bye.